When the sun rises, I wake up and chase my dreams. I won't regret when the sun sets, cause I live my life like I'm a beast. What up? You're listening to the Lifestyle Practice Podcast. What's up, guys? Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, whatever you're celebrating. I hope it's a great one. This is Derek coming at you. I'm excited for the episode today that I want to take some time to to share with you. This is always an exciting time of year for me. It's fun, obviously, because of the holidays and you know extra time to hang out with your family and friends. But one reason that I love it is because I get to see where I ended up in my practice compared to the goals that I set for myself at the beginning of the year. I shared a little bit about the progress of my practice earlier this year and shared some numbers, but this year turned out to be my best so far in practice. And so I'm really happy about things. Let me ask you though, what do you think I mean when I say it was my best year? I mean, when you hear that, what would you think? Highest production? Highest collections? Lowest overhead? The most new patients? The lowest stress? The most vacations? I mean, I guess it's up to each of us how we define success and what indicators are going to show it for us. But I want to share some of my thoughts on what I review each year and what I really like to review with clients as well. So first, when we're reviewing a year, we start with the big picture. And the big picture numbers are generally total production, adjusted production, and collections for the entire year. Looking at the difference between total and adjusted production and comparing that to previous years will tell us the changes that we can see perhaps in renegotiating insurance fees, maybe discount plans that we're offering in the practice, or if we've raised fees, or any other areas where adjustments come into play. And then we look at collections compared to the adjusted production. That will tell us how we're doing with our financial policies in the practice. So you've got to keep all these things in mind. If you're only looking at production, you're missing a lot. If you're only looking at adjusted production, you're still missing a lot. If you only had to look at one, I would look at collections, but even then, you'll get a whole lot more meaning in looking at collections when you compare it to your gross and your adjusted production. Okay, so after looking at those numbers, next I want to look at overhead. So out of that collections number, what was the profit? How does it compare to previous years? Up or down? Are there any areas that we can make improvements when looking at the profit and loss statements? Any ways that we want to pivot for this upcoming year to try and lower overhead at all? Average overhead, as we hear very frequently in dental practices across the nation, is close to about two-thirds, about 65%. But since when do any of us want to be average? In my opinion, the majority of you listening should be shooting for under 55%. 
And I think that's definitely a realistic goal in a solo doc practice. There's such a big focus on how much a practice is grossing each year. When you hear docs that are throwing around numbers, that's probably the number you're going to hear the most. If somebody says, oh, my practice is going to do X amount this year, you don't really know if they're talking production, adjusted production, or or collections. You'd have to define it. But I'm guessing that if somebody's bragging about it, they're probably just talking about gross production. But all of those numbers really don't mean anything without knowing the overhead. I recently began working with a new client, brand new in ownership, and he shared with me, and we've decided that his number one goal in our first year working together and his first year in ownership was to reach a take home of $500,000. We had our first phone call where we mapped everything out. Generally, when you work with us one-on-one in coaching, after we have a phone call, we'll send an email of action items and things to kind of focus on and a recap of the call in a way. But in this email, I kind of gave him three scenarios and I said, hey, just remember, if this is our number one goal, to reach $500,000 in in take home, remember that the overhead plays a very large part in that. So consider the number of collections that you would have to reach on 50%, 60%, and 70% overhead. Again, all of these would be to take home $500,000 a year. Probably the first one's easy. If you want to take home $500,000 on 50% overhead, you would have to have a million in collections. If your overhead was higher at 60%, you would have to collect 1.25 million. And if you wanted to take home 500,000, but your overhead was 70%, you would have to collect 1.7 million. So it shouldn't surprise us, but hearing those numbers, even as I look at them now, you know, there's such a huge difference in the amount of dentistry that it takes to reach a million versus 1.7. But Generally, again, like I said, that's what dentists are talking about when they talk big is, you know, just that big number. So don't forget to review your overhead and expenses and see where anything is out of line or could be improved. And you should have a very good accountant that can relatively quickly and very clearly give you numbers and have insight in looking at this area. So after we looked at those big picture numbers and then gone into the overhead, the next thing that I want to look at is the number of days worked during the year. Did we work more or less than last year? Hopefully less, but how much less? And then you've got to ask follow-up questions. How did you feel during the year? Did you feel burned out? Did you feel like you could do this same, you know, keep doing this same thing forever? Did it feel good to you? Would you like to take more time off during the coming year or keep it the same? Do you want to narrow down your work week or take off more vacation or a little bit of both? And this is where the lifestyle part comes into play. And for me, that's the really fun part. There's no right or wrong answers here. It all comes down to evaluating things yourself. Talk with your spouse or, you know, whoever you're closest with and ask those questions and kind of think through them. Okay, so now that you've done that and you've got all of those numbers so far, then we get to the climax. And this is what I believe is the most wonderful metric. And it's where we combine all of the metrics before into the most powerful one. And that is this profit per day worked. Okay, 
the amount of profit that you have in your practice per day that you worked. When it comes down to it, this is the one metric that when you put everything together, you should be growing and improving on this year after year. This is the one metric that puts everything into context. We want to look at production, but collections is most important. But even then, our overhead tells us what we actually take home. And even then, we want to know how many days of work it took us to actually reach that number. And that is what this metric does. So find out what that number is and compare it year after year. The great thing about this is you're never going to hear anyone spout off this metric because no one focuses on it. Maybe a few years from now, if this catches on, maybe you'll hear everybody saying what their profit per day is this year and what they're working on on it to become next year. But in my opinion, that's one thing that makes it great because who cares what anyone else is at? Use this metric for yourself in helping you to get to the most productive version of of you that you can be. Use it to look at where you can improve. So then when you've done all this analysis, start making plans for next year. If you know all of these numbers, you can start to outline things for what you want to reach in the next year. How many days do you want to work? How much do you want to increase production? How much do you want to decrease overhead? And after setting all of those goals, what will your goal in profit per day be? So the reason why that's so good and why those questions are all so good is because once we understand those numbers and those goals very clearly, everything else that we work on in the practice should be leading towards that. So if we're working on getting more new patients in the practice, it should be done in a way that is going to help that number one metric to grow and increase. In my opinion, if you're doing anything in your practice and when you look at the result of that, you're not going to see a short-term and or long-term increase in your profit per day, I don't know why you're working on it. It doesn't make sense to me. Maybe if someone can think of a good reason, let me know. But I would argue that everything that you work toward in your practice should be helping to increase that metric year after year. Okay, so now that I've shared my favorite yearly metric and my yearly planning techniques, are you going to be in the group that just listens to this or in the group that actually does something about it? Let me get serious for a minute. We only get one life. Our kids only get one childhood and we only get that one chance to to spend time with them during their childhood. Are you spending the time with them that you want to be? Or whoever that is, if it's not your kids, if, if there's others or whatever it is that's most important to you, you only get one life. Every day that we are given, every year that we're given, we will never get back. So, how much time are, are you wasting by not taking action and pushing yourself to the next level? I so strongly believe that every person really and truly has the ability to take control of their life and to create the life that they want, but very few actually do. So which group do you fall in? Start now, whether that means setting aside time on your calendar 
signing up with a group that you've been thinking about, buying a practice, firing the employee that you need to, or or reaching out and working with us at TLP to accelerate your success. Stop saying that you'll do it next year or that you need a little more time or you need a little bit more money to, or a little bit more success in you know whatever area. Stop delaying and take control and take action now. All right, guys, thanks for taking some time to to hear me out. I truly wish the best for each and every one of you listening and hope that you can truly get the life and the practice and everything that you want and you deserve. So I look forward to hearing from any of you via email or on our Facebook group, as would uh, Justin or Steve, I'm sure. Derek, Justin, or Steve at thelifestylepractice.com. So take care, guys. Happy holidays, and we will see you later. Should we